Again, I stand before you thanking you for your appreciation. Uh, there's a lot of churches out there that don't recognize their pastors, but Lone Mountain does, and I'm truly grateful to you. You share your appreciation, your love and support, and uh, it's a blessing, and I don't take it for granted. You know, when you called me a little over 20 years ago, you know you called a hillbilly preacher, right? An old country preacher. You know that, right? And I remember telling y'all when I preached in view that, you know, <laughs> only thing I know is Jesus Christ and Him crucified. I, I don't know much more than that. You know, I, yes, I've went to Bible college. Yes, I've got a degree from seminary. And, and those are good things and, and whatnot. But listen, what I relish is not a piece of paper. I relish that I am blood-bought a child of the master, the Lord Jesus Christ, and that he, and I still pinch myself why he would call me, of all people, to stand before his people and shepherd them and share his word, I have no clue, but it's the greatest privilege and honor that there is. Listen, our president don't have nothing on a God-called preacher I have the highest calling in the land. All of us God called preachers. So thank you, church, for allowing me all these years to share God's word with you. And I'm a simple preacher. I know young in my ministry, I thought I would step out into the water. You know, I think I'll preach something a little deep. Can I tell you, I ended up almost drowning. I had to have mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. I got so tongue-tied, I thought, mm, Lord, I've learned this lesson. I'm just going to preach something real simple. That's all I know how to preach is simple. And the good thing about that is, for my sake, you get it. Amen? You get it. So turn with me to Romans chapter 6, and it's... 20 till, I promise, I promise because we got food that I will not preach till 1.30. I promise you. Uh, I was thinking about 1.15. No. Uh, I got one verse. I'm going to make a few comments on that verse and we're going to give an invitation. Romans chapter 6. Romans chapter 6. Lord, do you know where Romans is? Where's it at? Okay. <laughs> That's right. Romans chapter 6, and we're going to look at the very last verse of that chapter. Here is my text. For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. You say, I'm pretty familiar with that. Well, praise the Lord. Thank God we should all be familiar with that. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we love you and praise you. We come before you thanking you for this day, another day of life. Thanking you for this opportunity. Worship you 
And Father, may everything done here honor and glorify you. And Lord, I just want to thank you for your church and their love for you and souls and their love for their pastor. And Father, I'm truly blessed. But Lord, all glory, all honor, and all praise go to you. And Lord, as I stand now to break the bread of life, bless your words. Give me memory of those things you've laid upon my heart. Let me speak them with boldness and authority. And Lord God, if there's one here today that doesn't know you in the free pardon of sin, may your Holy Spirit convict. And may they respond by obeying your voice during the invitation. So Lord, bless this service. Bless everyone that's here. And Lord, you know the prayer request spoken, unspoken, written down. We just ask that you take our petitions and you do as you see fit. I love you and I praise you and I thank you for this privilege being able to share your word. Remove anything that would hinder me from being able to deliver your word this morning for I ask it in Jesus name. Amen. For the wages of sin is death but the gift of God's eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. First of all, the Word of God is full of contrasts. Y'all ever noticed that? What I mean by contrasts, for example, I'll give you a few examples. Life, death, that's a contrast. Joy, sorrow, a contrast. Righteousness, sinfulness, a contrast. Victory, defeat. So you see there's contrast in the Word of God. But just as there's contrast in God's Word, there are also contrasts when it comes to us, God's creation. And those contrasts that we experience in life depend upon what we choose in life. You see, we can choose to give Christ our hearts and live for Him in righteousness. And God promises that He will bless us abundantly. Or we can choose to deny Christ and live in the flesh and do whatever we want to do. And by making that choice, we choose to spend eternity separated from Him. But it's always a choice. And I thank God that he's sovereign and that he gives us, Brother Ciro, a choice. You see, I guarantee you one thing this morning. We're all here today because we chose to be here. It wasn't because God made us. We chose, and thank God, for choice. And what we have here in Romans, Paul is telling us, that there is a contrast, there is a choice that we all must make. It's either death, eternal death, or life, eternal life. It is a choice. But with that choice comes wages and gifts. Now, I love God's gifts. 
But I won't start there because the verse doesn't start with gifts first. It says, for the wages of sin is death. Understand wages. The characteristics of wages is this. First of all, wages are earned. And that word wages is a military term. It means a soldier gets what he has earned for his faithfulness concerning his duty to country. You see, he has earned what his pay is or what his supplies are. So wages are earned. What's so sad is people are earning wages that are out in the world that have no desire to serve God, no desire to come to church, no desire to live a life that's pleasing to the Lord. And because they choose not to do that, they are literally earning wages. You say, oh, that don't sound right. You and I, because of our sinfulness, because of our separation from God, understand, we couldn't be holy if we wanted to try. But God requires holiness because He is holy. And because of our choice, remember, a contrast is a choice we choose. Because of our choices, whether it's for the Lord or it's for flesh, we earn wages for that. Not only are wages earned, you know that uh, wages are deserved. How many of you work a job? Everybody here's worked a job. And you worked those 40 hours, those 50 hours, those 60 hours a week, and you deserved to be paid for those hours that you put in. You deserve that. It's not a gift. You deserve your wages. Well, in a spiritual sense, those that choose to live in the flesh and reject Jesus Christ as their Savior, they deserve their wages. They've lived their life apart from God. They've lived their life only wanting to please themselves and live unto themselves. So they're going to get what they deserve one day. And by the way, when the Bible says for the wages of sin is death, yes, we're all going to die if Jesus doesn't come back in our lifetime. The Bible tells us it's appointed unto man once to die after this, the judgment. We're not talking. Paul's not talking about physical death here. He's talking about spiritual death, which is eternal separation from God. The wages of sin is spiritual death. And I know, preacher said it Wednesday night in our Bible study, I know there are people out there that don't believe there's a hell. And even if there is a hell, well, we'll just burn up. We'll be gone. Let me tell you about spiritual death. Death doesn't end it. You're not annihilated. You're not done. You live on forever and forever and forever. 
Luke 16, he used that as an example. The rich man in Lazarus. In hell he lift up his eyes, being in torments. And seeth Father Abraham far off. And Lazarus in him his bosom said, Lord, have Father Abraham, have Lazarus. Dip his finger in water that I might have but a drop from his finger and cool my tongue that I might be what? Tormented? That I might be relieved. So you don't want to pay those wages. We're all going to receive something. It's either wages or it's eternal life. Wages for sin. And what is it? Death or eternal life. So we know wages are earned. We know wages are uh, deserved. But how many of you know that wages are paid? Y'all work a 40-hour week. Friday comes. Guess what? You expect that payday, don't you? You don't get paid, you're going to be a little upset. Well, guess what? Those that die apart from Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, they're going to receive their payday. You say, well, that's cruel on God's part. Nope. God has just given them the wages that they have earned and deserved. He just let them have what they wanted. Where would we be today if it wasn't for the grace of God? You know, I think back. I was lost. I was separated from God. I lived in sin. I deserved hell. But because of God's love and his gift, you know what? I don't have to worry about paying those wages. I've been given a gift. And it's the greatest gift you and I could ever receive. And here's the good part. There was nothing I ever had to do to earn it. It was freely given to me. Now, one day, the lost will receive the wages that they've earned and deserved and will be paid one day. How do I know that? Turn to Revelation chapter 20. Revelation chapter 20. And let me just throw this verse in while you're going there. Be not deceived. God's not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For if he soweth of the flesh, of the flesh shall he reap corruption. If he soweth of the Spirit, out of the Spirit shall he inherit eternal life. Now, look at Revelation 20. Verse 11. And I saw a great white throne. 
and him that sat on it from the whole from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged, every man, according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. In verse 15, Whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. So, understand, the wages of sin is death. We are talking about eternal death, eternal separation from God in hell forever and forever and forever. And if your name is not found written in the book of life, then those will be the wages you receive for the life that you lived here. Think about that. It's pretty serious. I'm afraid some will receive those wages. And the sad thing is you don't have to. Now let's look at The rest of our text there. Wages of sin's death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Now, look at the giver of the gift first. But the gift of God. You see that gift that God has given us in the world is his son the Lord Jesus Christ. He gave his only begotten son so that he would die. He would pay for our sins because we weren't capable of it. He's holy and he's the only one that can provide a perfect sacrifice. And that's exactly what he did. For God so loved the world he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So our source of the gift is God. And I sat and I, to the life of me, I truly can't comprehend or understand as God looked down at his creation and he saw our wickedness our evil, our sinfulness, as he saw that, as he saw that we wanted nothing to do with him. We totally, mankind, his creation, totally rejected him. All we chose was worshiping false gods, idols, and the flesh. And yet, because he loves you 
and me, he willingly sent his son to die. I can't fathom love like that. But that is God's gift. Now, when it comes to gifts, everybody loves to receive a gift, don't you? I love gifts. I love gifts. Ford trucks. Rugers. Smith and Wessons. I love gifts. Hint, Lori, hint. Uh, Christmas, huh? You got it, okay. Uh, gifts are generally... Well, gifts are. I won't use the word generally. Gifts are given freely. Think about that for a second. You see, gifts are given to us freely. And the gift that God gave is free. But understand, it came with a price. Don't ever think that what Jesus did for us was anything common. No, it cost God everything. Now remember, God is the second per the Lord is the second person of the Godhead. Jesus is the second person of the Godhead. Understand. He has always been. He always will be. Understand, he was in, with God in eternity past. And even though he looked down and saw sinful mankind at their worst, watching them, knowing that when he came, they would want nothing to do with him, they would despise him, they would reject him, yet Jesus still came. That's hard to fathom, isn't it? You see, he tasted death, the just for the unjust. He tasted death so that you and I might live. And here's the thing. He freely gave himself. That's hard to imagine. As much as I love y'all, and I do, I love you with all my heart. I love you as my brothers and sisters in Christ. I love you as part of my family. But I'm telling you, I wouldn't give one of my children or grandchildren for any of you. And you would not do, the, do it either for me. But God did for us. The wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Now, one other thing about a gift. And this is my favorite part. When someone gives me a gift, I take that gift in my possession and I use that gift. I cherish that gift. I don't have to worry about you coming to me later on and saying, I want to get back. 
uh, FYI. No. You ain't getting it back. If you gave it, it's mine. But listen to me. The gift of eternal life through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Understand, Jesus died for our sins. He gives us eternal life that's never going to be asked back for. I know there's some that will peddle you can be saved today and lost tomorrow. Hooey fooey. No, once you are saved, you are eternally secure in Christ and you never ever have to worry about God coming to you and saying, I want my gift back. Thank God for the eternal security of a believer. And I know us Baptists, you know, everybody makes fun of us. Oh, that old doctrine you hold to, you can be saved today and live any way you want to. Well, it's true. We can be saved, we can have eternal life, but we don't live any old way we want to. We live to please God. Now, are we perfect? No. But once God gives you that gift, it's yours forever and forever. He's not an Indian giver. That's why it's the most marvelous gift you could ever receive. And that gift is through the Lord Jesus Christ and his sacrifice for you and me. He freely gave of himself. It's just like me giving a gift to my wife on our anniversary or something. I don't give it to her because I'm forced. I don't give it to her because I have to. It's an anniversary. I give it because I love her. And I want to show her my affection. Child of God, sinner friend, God loves you and me. And he's always showing ways to show us his affection and his love for us. Now, by receiving Christ as your Savior, you have the gift of eternal life. It's guaranteed. You don't ever have to worry about ever losing it. Turn over while we were in Romans. Go, go back to Rome, Romans, I'm sorry, Revelation 21. Instead of 20, 21. Revelation 21, real quick. Revelation 21, and I, John, and I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city. New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven, saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. 
Hallelujah. Now jump down to verse 27. And there shall in no wise enter into, enter into it anything that defileth, neither whatsoever worketh abomination, or maketh a lie, but they which are written in the Lamb's book of life. For the wages of sin's death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And the way you get your name in the Lamb's book of life is to have accepted the gift of salvation through the atoning death of Jesus Christ. Again, for by grace are you saved through faith. Not of yourselves. Do y'all get that? Not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Not of works, lest anyone should boast. So, I asked you, where are you? Have you accepted the gift? Or are you still paying wages? It's life or it's death. Your choice. And you see, everybody here, everybody that's ever come into this world, They're going to spend eternity somewhere. And it all goes back to the choice that we make. What are you going to receive? Please, please. You don't want to receive those wages of death. God wants you to receive his gift of eternal life. But you must make a choice. I'm thankful I received the gift. I pray everyone here has received the gift. But if not, obey the Lord if he's speaking to your heart.